edition of the uh, Rugby Report Card. Um, another great uh, round of rugby this week. Um, this week uh, we have Blake. Hey. Jim. Hey. And myself, Richard. Uh, fully excited. We've got a, a conference, boys, this year. A, an exciting conference. It was a good round. It was, uh, it was spread equally. Hot, 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 hold on. Is Richard trying to not bring up the England game? No. Oh, trying to talk Australian you, conference. Hey, do you know what? Congratulations, Ireland. Pre-podcast, he told us not to bring it up. Mm. That's rubbish. Do you want to break the structures a bit? you want to shit on England to start? Always. Oh, shit. Even though we said we wouldn't. Sure, bring it on, boys. No, no, no. Let's start. There was. I agree with you, Richard. It was. It's exciting. The, the conference system is alive and well. Um, like, it truly is. It's one of the first weeks to come on here and not say predictable, predictable, predictable. It was genuinely like cat amongst the pigeons. Now, it's do, exciting. Do you like actually, and this is a genuine question, the conference system is gonna thrive in the Australian one because it's now gonna be closer, but for the long-term future of an Australian team winning, would it have been better for the Rebels to, to win this weekend and continue along their positive path? No. No, I bring on the conference. Yeah. I, know, I know what you mean in terms of Australian winning the competition, mm. but I don't think anyone's that deluded. I think um, I think there are a few people jumping <laughs> on the rebels bandwagon. No, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I didn't know. Jim, oh, I vaguely remember something. Oh, <laughs> just something. Yeah. <laughs> I think you said. Yeah, I, I do know what you mean. Though it probably kills the hype train a little bit, and every other team, Reds, Brumbies, Tars, have had that hype train killed already. So mm. it's hard to think one of them some dominant presence. You mm. kind of just lost thinking, fuck, on their day, they're, they're pretty good. Yeah. And on their wrong day, Jesus. Yeah, but it's not even shit. that. It's not even on their day. It's on their half at the moment. Yeah. On their good half, they're a mm. good team. And on their shit half, they're no good. Mm. Well, to, to mix with tradition and structure, do you want to start at the bottom and start with the Rebels? or I think I think we should start with the Taz. Ta- uh, so the game on Sunday. Very much so pro that, yeah. Yeah. Do we... What do we say? Because it was very... Stereotypically, game of two halves, as they always are. But well, it's a game of four quarters. Ooh. To be fair, Ooh. Um, no, Hello. it was. It, it really was the definition of a game of two halves. Fucking hot day. Mm. Yeah, it was hot. It, no, it really, really was hot. But I'm still. I really get shitty when players go down for stoppages. Mm. The game is two stop start as it is. Get off if you're not injured. It's legit tactics, though. They do whatever. I get it. it. it mate, you shouldn't be playing rugby in 35 degrees. You just shouldn't. The sport's not made for it, I understand. But it's not great spectating. I would also add in the the, um, the TMOs are taking way too long as well with some of the decisions. Um, from, an, from a viewer, I feel like the decisions are clear-cut and they're still wanting to see it from 27 different angles. So for me, I need that to be sped up as well. And not for, to mention the, the languages. Yeah. Like, why do they have to translate it three times and watch 27 replays and then mm. translate it three times back? Mm. It's painful. You reckon there should be, like, a Sansa HQ that it should get sent to? And it's the same it's just, people reviewing it? And those high shots and shit, I reckon if the ref misses it, the ref misses it. Play on. It's interesting, because obviously it works in the NRL, doesn't it? There's that one central venue where it goes to. Does the NRL do it? I know the NFL do it. The bunker? Yeah. They send yeah. it to New York. <laughs> this one goes to New York to review the footage. It just goes to Allianz. <laughs> Could you imagine how long that would take? Like George Ayub just sitting there, yeah. not watching the game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we, there are lots of things we could talk yeah, about. What, what, what don't we take it, why down. don't we take it a half at a time? I really thought the Tars were lateral. Mm-hmm. The forwards hadn't shown up. The handling was poor. Um, I don't think the Rebels ever looked themselves or clinical in any way but they still looked for that counter attack mm-hmm. um i just thought they had this sewn up I, mm-hmm. I really did i thought this is game set a match it's time to rally behind them um and then they just blew up mm-hmm. and interestingly at the end of the game the coach to his credit took this one himself and said I think I pushed them too hard this week. Mm. We just didn't have enough left in the tank in the heat. Well, it was interesting, though, because if you actually look at the retrospective benches of both teams, actually, if you were to put your money where your mouth was, you, you'd back the Rebels bench over the over the tyre Yeah, bench. that's where you think they'd get it done. Absolutely. And you were expecting that 60-minute mark for the cavalry to come on and to make an impact. But it just never, as you say, I, I think it, I think it was over before then. By mm. the time the subs came on, they'd found themselves but you thought six tries back. They would have made a change sooner than that, yeah. surely. I so think um, another thing that really cost them was uh, Hodge moving to fullback. He's not a fullback. He just didn't look any bit of fullback. And to his credit, Foley, and we're quite harsh on him on this podcast, especially his kicking, 
Um, I thought he just had a field day with his tactical kicking, and Hodge was nowhere to be seen. Mm. And I think Maddox showed that he's not your traditional winger. And he, he and was moved there. still got a lot to learn. They just couldn't match it with the no. tactical kicking of the Tars. And he was moved there because the Dane Hayler Petty. Yeah. Right? yeah did, that, did you see that fucking tackle? Is that rugby 101, not what to do? Yeah, put your Mate, head in completely the wrong position. What is he doing? Yeah. So it's Israel hip, man. Yeah, but at the same time, you know. It's Israel Folau. Just get in front of him. Yeah. Like, he's, he's given it his level. These it's not okay. Happen. It's not okay. Part, part of you me, can't put yourself in a compromising position. Like no. That's horrible technique. Kids at home watching. I still think it's... I still think it's brave. He gave it his best shot. He just got it wrong. But at least he was t- attempting to make the tackle. There's a lot of cats out there who wouldn't have been made to make the tackle. I tell you what, he looked knocked the fuck out. Oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't crazy. look a bit knocked out. He, he should be playing next week. Knocked out. Mm. So, what do we think about, because if we're going to talk about Rebels positively, like, how quick is Murphy? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Like, Meeks couldn't keep up with him. No. That's crazy. Your number eight, you know, sears through and just, you know. He's a... He's a Peculiar specimen, Murphy. He's a big man. He's like a bit Japanese, bit Islander. I don't think he's any bit Japanese, other than that he plays for Japan. His hair is quite straight, though. You know, like Japanese rock stars have like straight spiked hair. All right. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, man. I I just... The thing is, it was so weird. It wasn't even like the Tars were amazingly clinical. It was just for like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was a pylon. The and Rebels were on wide. the field and the Tars, just everything turned to gold. They're just the support play. Like they had four people coming up the rear waiting for that offload that needed to come. It was just and an when ambush. that was happening, it was sick. And they just utilised fucking Falau on the wing over Maddox, mate. Just put a chip up. All right, I'll take the kid on. And yeah. it worked every time. What do we think about Falau on the right wing? It's clearly his favoured position it's to be coming tactic. off the right foot. Palming with his left hand, he's very hard. Like that's and, where he makes all his meters. And from an attacking thing, you can back to two thousand and three World Cup. The crossfield kicks on for him every time. It's such an attacking weapon for him. Uh, to, to you know, very NRL style, but that's a great option as well. You'd think um, Czech's got to consider it. There's mm. old switcheroo with him and DHP. Yeah. It's just whether he gets enough ball at the wing. All it'll yeah. take is one or two quiet weeks. You can nullify a wing too. Yeah, and you're like, well, the fuck yeah. does he get more involved? No, I do want to ask the question. Now, the Tars became better in the second half. Um, now, Hannigan did go off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah is, I was thinking is, that at the time. Is there too. a correlation between... Did you see that? that fucking pass he did, the first fuck-up of the game? Yeah. It was so bad, man. Did you see it? <laughs> Just Teddy, yeah. No, and I saw your tweet, casual Ted Flanagan. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know. It, it was strange. It was just a pylon. It was a 15-minute pylon, and you have to give the Tars credit. Mm. And I tell you what, I think they're leading the competition for line breaks. So their attack really? is firing. They've just, they always fuck up the last pass. And on this occasion, they didn't. everything was gold, mate. Everything. Every bounce of the ball went their way, and, and good on them. We came on here, and we ran a train on them last week. You've got to say credit where credit's mm. due. Um, the other thing I'd ask you to, uh, I would love to know your opinion. Do the casual fan will now jump on their Naya Voro bandwagon of now scoring a couple of tries, bouncing over in the corner, and he'll get back in? And happens like, every time, mate. And then, know, and then all it takes is one team to know he's been picked and kick it a bit. Yeah. And the old P&O cruiser can't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's good at what he does, though. Yeah, he's a good finisher. Yeah. He's a good with 20 to go. Get in space, mate. Good fucking luck tackling that bloke. But that, that, that fat winger is slowly phasing out, though. Yeah, but it I came mean, back I into... I mean, that very... He's not fat. You know what I mean? Just a big winger. Just but, a no, unit I, winger. but I think it's different. Like, if you look at, say, for example, the Bulls as big wingers, you know, the Gallants and the uh, Ishmaels, they're, they're more... They're big boys, but they're way more dynamic. He's very much a straight Yeah, he's, not, just he's gonna, not Julian Sarvia, no, who's he's massive gonna, and can do everything. I'm just he's a run, prop on the wing. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to run over Who at top speed is very quick. Yeah, oh, but first gear is no good. And getting over five is not very good at all. Yeah, but you get him on the burst. Oh, good absolutely. luck tackling him. Yeah, I, th- I think people will be on the uh, bandwagon. I think we're going to give it up to Short. Play yeah. well, considering. And do you know what? He's come out of nowhere. He wasn't even as part of that squad because they only had the two scrum yeah, halves at yeah, the beginning yeah, of the year. Yeah. And he's come on and he's taken his chance. And then was it chance. Snowden on the bench? That was good to see, mate. He's been, I think, Eastwood for the last 700 years. Mm. So it was good to see him get a start. Yeah. yeah. They really owed this to the fans, the Tars, that Sunday Arvo game. Tell you what. It wasn't a horrible turnout. Fucking loved it, the Sunday Arvo game. Yeah, Other yeah. than clearly the heat's a problem. Like, that's outrageous playing in that sort of heat. Um, but I, I loved it. And I'll tell you what I'm loving about the Aussie Conference. Everyone's getting it done at home. Mm. So there's a chance that they might bring that support. I mean, we didn't go. 
No. But, but we might go next time. Almost went. Almost went. Mm. Next was, time I'm in. I was yeah. waiting for the text. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The fact that we're asking the question, shall we go? Progress. It's tantamount to going. Absolutely. <laughs> we're pretty much there. <laughs> um, um, notable returns, Simmons. He was. Kepu to three, Look, which forced Wells to the six. Say what you like, mate. Simmons was... Terrible first half. He was a... But bah. they need that. They need that genuine fucking log. He was a bum, mate. He was a pot plant and a bum. I just... I, I know. Say, he's shit. He's I'm a, not going to hit City. He's a defend. pot plant. So you just put him in one spot and he starts growing. <laughs> <laughs> he's not moving around. <laughs> Piggy in the middle style. Yeah. Stacking the mat. Oh, yeah, so he had a shocker. Second half, though, scored a try, started to play all right. The Simmons effect, mate. He comes good in the second half. You don't get shit overnight. And Simmons has been a decent player for a long time. He's just never been that good. Mm. And, God, when he has a bad game, he seems to have a bad game. Mm. Um, I think Kepu added a lot to the scrum, although the Rebels have got a pretty average scrum themselves, mm. so there wasn't a big threat there. And I think that helped the Tars, yeah. being able to... To not get dominated at set piece, I think they'll still struggle against other sides, but that's where the rebels are weak. I, th- I still think you know the, the Tars still that second row. I know we're talking about Simmons, but the other second row is still a massive issue. You know, Staniforth came on for Hannigan, but for they're already in a role at that point. Yeah, absolutely. That, for me, as much as yeah, you talk about Robertson as one of the props and Fitzpatrick as a hooker, the, the row does so, so many. Things that are un- unseen, and I think that's a big issue for the tyres moving forward still. But I don't know who the answer is either at the same time. Right. Look, for me, this game, as many question marks as you've got answers. It's exciting yeah. for the conference. It's, it really is a spanner. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a great watch. It was yeah. an absolute tri-fest. The Heat's obviously got to play into that. Mm. Um, it seems to me that it's an interesting dynamic. Because the Tars struggle up front you feel like they're always going to beat the Rebels. They dusted him in the trial. They smashed him here. Mm. Um, but they're all going to struggle against the Brumbies and the Reds because they can do it up front. Mm. And that seems to be... It, it's an interesting little dynamic in the competition. Whereas I think the Rebels might do the Reds and the Brumbies, or did, out wide. You're saying the million-dollar back line just... Because the Rebels doesn't really have the tight five. I mean, they've got good second rowers, but they're probably down in the front row and the ball-carrying five. Mm. To, to, I, I just thought second half, the Rebels had any brains, pick and go, pick and go, pick and go, pick and go. Around the corner. But they weren't even in it. They didn't even touch the ball. They just got obliterated. Mm, they did look tired, so and it's, what the appointment made before. I think it's a shame because the Tires actually have a week off now. Um, yeah. Which is a shame because you'd want momentum to, to build, really, from this performance, whereas the, the Rebels... Who look tired. Who look tired the again. against the Sharks next week. But... Um, uh, yeah, it's exciting times. And do you know what? Talking of exciting times, I'm excited about the progress the Reds are making, and I think we should probably move on to that game. Enjoy. That was... Oh, 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 worth mentioning Hegarty at fullback, because, you know, we talk full out of the wing, Hegarty back at fullback. They're essentially playing with three playmakers there now. Yeah, and I, again, it's this, it's this lateral, lateral, lateral. And up until the 35th minute, it looked terrible. Hmm. It looked like Beal's running across field, Foley's throwing long balls... Hegarty's not a runner, you need someone to hit it up, and then poof, all of a sudden it clicked, and they look like the bloody Harlem Globetrotters. Um, it was, I don't know, I just wonder, when it's not their day, you can see them still struggling. Yeah. But you've got to say, mate, it showed a lot of heart to come back on the scoreboard and give them where they are in their season. Hopefully they can just turn it into something, I guess. Yeah. Um, What's Latu just skipping training again? Who who has Latu pissed off? I, I heard he like punches Darius and shit at training. Yeah, mid, right. You've just made that up, haven't you? No, but something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that clearly has to be the case. He's just like he's proper got an attitude issue that they just can't change. He like he's been in and amongst it a while. We're we just making stuff up here, Jim. Is it the talk on the town? It's talk on the town. The town's talking. People are talking. Um, I tell you what, this this Reds Jags games, I absolutely loved it, almost for all the opposite reasons to this one, in that it was all heart, carried by the forwards, um, and just a fucking defensive effort, which was all time. Mm. Um, it was so impressive how much heart the Reds showed. They are a team, and I said it last week, who've got heart. They've just got heart for days, mate. They can scrummage and they can tackle. Do you it's know awesome. when we talk about coaches having an impact on teams, they normally, the, the good ones normally mould their team around the, the coach themselves, you know, whether it's the flamboyant um, player in the past, how the team's 
Played. They play literally like Brad Thorne. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, tough, gritty, get the job done, you know, give no yard um, and just fight for each other. And the I think middle-aged mercenaries, mate. Um, it's actually quite a young forward pack, to be fair. But yeah. do you know what? It's for, for a team that's fulfilling, they're not going to be... They're not going to win the competition, but I think they're the team that's for, that's playing to their maximum. They're playing. Mate, they've still got a lot of blokes out. I know, but they, one they, they, they right really now, do. They yeah. could they could win the competition. No, that's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know who I fucking was very impressed, and I'm going to give this dude my player of the round, Timu. Oh yeah, he the was, number uh, eight. Every time the dude fucking touched the ball, mm. there was something doing, and he's just tackle buster for days. Mm. And I just love, I love that. Every team plays their eight loose, and they usually keep their six loose, except the Reds. they got Tonelli just staying loose, very loose out wide. And his low centre of gravity and his handy ball skills is just creating opportunities that other teams aren't really getting. Timu's but a fucking in saying that, In saying that, he fucking drops it in contact a lot, Tonelli, and makes some shit decisions throwing it. So if someone can either like groom him, make the kick sort of steps in, makes a trip up to Ballymore and says, what's well, doing, Tongan Thor... Come over here for a second and then shape it out. What, what do you reckon? This is going, going off what you said. First and foremost, Timu's a fucking freak. Why have I not second, noticed him before? Uh, in the NRC, he killed it. Did and he? then this is his first run around yeah, but then, this then fucking come here, you. Oh, the fucking one-punch hero, Higgin. You <laughs> didn't punch? What are you sending off for a high tackle? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking all, all but five minutes of play he's had this season. He's going to come back and Timmy's never just going to go. I don't reckon. Hit. I reckon he can walk and take Scott Young's spots. Yeah. But you've still got Luke Antui to come back. You've still mm. got George Smith to come back. There's so much fucking cattle to mm. come back. It's exciting. But I wanted to pose to you boys, what do you reckon about this? Wallaby front row. Red's front row. Yeah, I, I was actually just going to jump on the bandwagon of the hooker. Panga Amosa, apologies if I've actually Jim, said that. Said Jim's that taught with him. Yeah, he's a yeah, teacher. He's, a, yeah. well, he's not a teacher. He's he taught scripture. He does a couple of like uh, young kids self-esteem programs. That's fantastic. He's, he's a good dude. He's, but he he's has been, been fantastic. a pillar of Southern District That's, Scrum oh, for okay. he's what he's only like twenty six now, but a pillar yeah. of their scrum for a long time. And all of a sudden, he looks like he's put on ten, and he just looks like a machine. Absolutely. And it is very thin stock at hooker. Thin stock. War yeah. out to Taff out. Hansen overseas hasn't played sixty caps. Look around. Who are you left with, dude? Hundred percent. If someone's looking to represent the country in something, start hooking. Yeah, I reckon Pangamosa's done. Enough. Well, it's still very, very early now. Day, but mate, straight out of club rugby and just ripping. Mm. Um, they've got the best scrum in the comp. It must be hard to stay in that club rugby mindset and stay motivated. At what point do you, you know, 25, no one's ever tapped you on the shoulder. The Tars have always said, yeah, 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 but never played you. Fuck, it must be hard to stay in there and keep Just working. to keep fighting, keep grinding. So here's a, here's a story that's, you know, testament to that mindset. I'm going to put it out there. I reckon he wears Wallaby gold this year. I don't, I don't think he's the run-on hooker. I reckon he's 16. But I reckon he, yeah, I reckon he gets a test. And I reckon Tupo is going to be 17, 18, but he'll start like the third Irish test or yeah. some shit. Um, it's you know exciting what? news for front rowers, but on that point, though, of making it at 26, that's where I reckon the Tars are fucked up. Mm. All their props are 20, 21, and just getting obliterated. Babies, and man. just getting their confidence destroyed. They're on a fucking high-calcium diet at that age. <laughs> yes, mate. It's a problem. I think the Reds have um, they've got that right. But mm. then, on the other hand, you've got Tupo, who's just a kid and killing it, and Slipper, who looks like he's put on 20. Mm. Um, it's exciting times, mate. Here's us talking about a fucking front row on a podcast. Yeah, and half chub too. Can yeah. I just say, but he wasn't <laughs> anyone. The uh, the Fainga, the uh, the Brumbies started. He, the he played bloke, well yeah. for, for the Brumbies too. And then there's um, the Rebels hooker as well, who's uh, uh, didn't play this weekend, but Ulysses. Yeah, you know what? Actually, that's awesome. Falau Fainga, which you mentioned. Him? Yeah, the yeah. Brumbies guy. Yeah. So there is growth in that area. Young, but young, young, young. absolutely. That's why someone like Pangamosa, who's a little bit older, probably yeah. can do it from day dot. Yeah. These other guys need a bit of time. Um, I think, sorry, I just think one thing you've got to give it to Thorne is guys like Toa are playing well. Yeah, guys no. like John O'Lance look fairly, can't pass left to right, but they look they look good. FY Sotia, we've all heard about how good he is. I've never, ever seen him play well until this season. Let alone in the 13 jersey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I, still, I still don't like... Payawa on the bench. I no. actually think he's very fucking good. Oh, and he had a great we, back end of his season last yeah, year. I think we even said week one. I liked the midfield of Pai uh, and, and Karabi at yeah. 13. I like that. But I'll ask you boys, Carmichael get back. 
if say you know gets off the bags and he gets his life sorted. No, apparently, he didn't get caught with anything. Well, he's, been, he's been given a four-match ban and a ten thousand dollar fine. Is that and, it? And he's and he's um, ten G. And he's only ten G. He's, he's already served the four games, so he can play next game. I'm sure. Does he make it back into the side? I think just Th- Thorne want that I think, shit. Th- I think Thorne will say thanks or no thanks. I genuinely think that. I think he's got a really good culture growing right yeah. now within that. But club. from my understanding, we might make him Michael Michael home. Home. earn it. He is he's that type of bloke too. Clearly, he's got. A bit of a party lifestyle yeah. too, but the my understanding is he's a fucking hard-working bloke. The lads love him, but I think he gets on really well with um, Scott hitting rock bottom. <laughs> I think he, they have a good relay between the two. How many weeks have we been waiting for that? <laughs> but why they persist with Nabali blows my fucking mind. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But he's got a wallaby cap. Just remember that. Not one. Not one wallaby cap. Um, and, and Tuttle's another bloke. Who's just goal kicking like an absolute beast and playing very, very good at halfback. How much better is he than Frisbee? Mm. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. Um, so I'll tell you what, we came on here sort of week one. The Reds was question marks, too many yellow cards, too many red cards. And they just keep grinding. They ironed they it out. They keep grinding. They're, they ironed they're, it out. And I tell you what, I like the jersey this year. It's gone back to the Maroon. Jags at home is a, isn't a tough is a tough feat. Right, can we just say the Jags were... They tried. Fuck off. They were despicable, mate. I don't reckon any of them has ever caught a ball in their life. <laughs> and and just take the points. Oh, that see that that, oh. that that the arrogance of just armed and a kick to the corner. It doesn't oh. matter. Like, Leftover from last week. Yeah. Oh, on just, that note, what do we think? Why is it? And it's clear as day when the Wallabies play a Northern Hemisphere team, they beat us because they take the points. They grind us into submission. They defend like champions, and they kick their goals. But even the Wallabies kick the points yeah. way more often. Why in international rugby is it good enough? But for some reason, in Super Rugby, you kick for the corner. Is it because you want to hone your skills under pressure and your set piece within a in a um, in a game situation, and so therefore you want to do it at training? Practice? I get that. I'm yeah. supporting you completely. Take I, the. Points. points. Yeah, but I reckon on average, you look at the scores over the weekend, a lot of fucking points are scored in Super Rugby. And it cannot really happen in mm. Test Rugby, maybe because they don't take those but options. But, but more often than, I reckon the ratios, the stats must say that you can score more often. Than I'd, I'd love someone to, to look at the stats. Not us. Someone. Not us. <laughs> someone smarter than us. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if Thorns, an example of get your defence right and kick some fucking goals, you go a long way to winning some rugby. Yeah. The, and just before we move on, Jaguars were fucking disgraceful. Mm. I don't know where to go with it. I don't. I don't know where they go. But like genuinely, this is a question to both of you because they're trying to play. That we've been through this before. They're playing their expansive game. That's. There's got. Do they finally go? Okay, it's not working. Well, they can't do it up front. They've got to obliterate no, it front. So, so I'm saying, do they then completely say, right, we're going to change tactics and put all our all our um, eggs in one basket, set piece, and go back to tactics again and. and pick different guys so you actually get a platform or do they continue to try and play this game because at the moment it is not working they look like a handball side mate they were just tapping the ball on Jim what are your thoughts on the coach what's his name again Ledesma I I looked into it this time I mean I can't just keep getting it wrong here but um look does he actually know what he's doing when was the last time he actually coached a full team he's always been scrum coach man what is that 15% of the game yeah, mate. Actually, with all the stuff, which is quite a lot, actually. Probably more than that. They got, their, they got owned in the scrum, too. Yeah, they got absolutely true. owned in the scrum. Look, I really enjoyed this one. It was for the opposite reasons of enjoying the Tars Rebels. I really enjoyed this one. It was a fucking cracking Sunday, mate. Mm, mm. Do you know what? Last thing before we move on to the Lions um, Sun Wolves game, which is a really close game in the end. Just the last thing on the, on the, the Reds. Uh, you talk about young players as well, and we've said it before. The likes of Rodder and Korchek, they also continuing to develop and does it does excite you as as wallaby fans for the future that you are actually getting Rodder does Rodder really does he looks great yeah. and, and it gives me credit thorns coaching see you simmons yeah see you mate yeah thanks for coming you'll love it sydney see you yeah mate. yeah hit the beaches men they said um that's good and the exciting thing with the reds mate george smith scott igginbotham yeah. luke and tui carmichael hunt there's got to be more there's more than that all to come back it's um they're building they're building something so talking of coaches, and um, it leads us into the Lions as a new coach this year. Nice little segue from, because obviously they got rid of Ackerman and now they got the new coach in. Has he made the, the transition? They're obviously playing 
differently this year um, than what they have done before, and they only just really got it done against the Sunwolves. I'm going to confess here, boys, didn't watch this one, didn't catch it, um, but I, I tell you what, when I saw the score, I was fucking ready for a slice of humble pie. Yeah. Mm. I shat on the Sunwolves from a great height last week. You'll take a bonus point in Jonas. Yes, you will, mate. But it's just some interesting decisions, you know. For example, they've got um, Van Rensburg on the wing. Fucking what? I don't understand I don't, that either. I don't, I don't get that. Like, for me... He I noticed just... that midweek, and I went, oh, that has to be a typo. And I was almost a bit reluctant to mention it on here, just in case it's not right. It doesn't make any sense. No. It makes doesn't. zero sense. You know, and, and even, and it, like, for example, um, they miss with, when they don't have Whiteley playing, because um, he was out injured this week. It... it they they lose a lot because of that, but I just yeah. I just I just think well, dude, that's how the Blues came back last week. Yeah. Whiteley left, yeah. like fucking, he must count for a lot in that team. Mm. But I just I don't think he's settled on a team yet, and I think that that's the one of the issues the Lions have, and maybe they just took, were a bit complacent. I don't know, but yeah. uh, with twenty to go and the Sunwolves were up at that point, I think it was. So you've got to be thinking, what the hell? Do you guys get confused when the commentators say like, Yantis, Yantis, and then Janti on the wing? Very similar names. It is very similar. What's the winger's name? Dianti. And then we've got Yankees. That's crazy. And spelt nothing alike. No, so it is It is peculiar. Yeah. But I, I'm going to stand one. the point I made about this team at the start of the year, when we first watched them play for the first time. The dude's taken the reins of what was once, you know, the best team in the comp. And even though That's so many... Pl- dude, fucking two years ago. Best team in South Africa. Yeah. They were pretty close. They, they were, they were close. still a key For the track. point of my argument, they're the best. Oh, the all right. They were even, they never won. <laughs> but, um, and he adopted, obviously, this well-oiled machine that is only, it's on its way out. Like, they were together. I think they got the peak or the most out of them for two seasons in a row, and now they're just slowly dissipating as people leave. That's a very good um, observation. I, I, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know, it's crazy. Who's done that successfully? Look at the Tars. Checker handed it on, went to shit. The Reds, McKenzie handed it on, went to shit. Brumbies, Jake White had built something, went to shit. Yeah. Do you want me to give um, you an example? New Zealand. New yeah, Graham exams. Henry. Yeah. Um, but most other situations, that coach leaves on a high, just rides out in his golden horse and just leaves a trail of shit behind. But the thing is, it's interesting. There's not only Graham Henry, but there's a series of even Super Rugby franchises, the New Zealand ones, where, yeah, coaches, that's true. where coaches have left, and then it just seems a seamless transition. You know, we all thought the Chiefs... Same with players. Yeah, absolutely. You have structures in place, uh, and teams just continue to evolve from it. Um, they, it is helped by the, map, the, the incredible pool of players that the Kiwi teams have available to them. But um, And you could also argue, actually, Larkham, the transition from Jake White to Larkham was... I think they probably lost a, a notch. Yeah? Felt like it anyway. Yeah? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the the Lions are definitely, I reckon, they're, they're going to be the best South African team. Well, this this gave me pause, though, yeah. on, on that issue, and they've still got a tour, mm. so it remains to be seen. Hit the road, that pissed me off. Y- yeah, move. Um, but credit, Samuels. Mm. I fucking destroyed them last week. They showed up this week. Look, it's Samuels and Jags, who's the better team? For me, the Sunwolves, actually. In terms I agree. Of, no, Jags beat the Tars last week. Sunwolves aren't beating anyone. Jags definitely beat the Sunwolves, but in terms of, you know... Okay, uh, uh, it's a two-part yeah. question. Bang on about it. In terms of who question. do I like in the comp Yes, more? it's a two-part question. Yes. Sunwolves, because yes. I think they're the real true underdog. Yes. Um, and they play flamboyant rugby. Who would I like to watch? The Sunwolves. Yeah, who would really, I like to watch? Who's the remember. better side? Yeah. I don't actually like watching the Jags, eh? I really don't, no. Because they're dirty, too. Yeah, they're grubs. Grubs. Huge grubs. grubs. But I'm going to put it out, right? I don't really like watching Argentina. Like the national yeah, that's play. funny. I'm the same. They play yeah. with like this passion. It's yeah. like the Mighty Ducks, mate. They change the jersey. It's a different set. Yeah. And then the, they got that coach. Is he still coaching him, their international coach? Please try to say his name. I don't know his name. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, he's got that long hair that's I clearly well washed in condition. I don't know his name, Jim. Can you remember? Google his name? his name, man. I tell you what, one thing. No, we'll, we'll push on. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna get mean. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know the line sometimes. Remember that season they were wearing like pink sweaters or red sweaters. The Argentinian coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, they, they that got was some a good look. Yeah, 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 that was that was a good look. They're the best, well, the best dressed fucking coaching staff right. in the world. Right. Yeah. Right. Well. Um, Stormers Blues. Big, mm, big return home for the Stormers, <laughs> um, and Blues continue to be incredibly inconsistent. Mm. Frustratingly so. Mm. Um, for me, I just the Yuani brothers are just 
fucking animals. Dude, man, if you want to make some money at the TAB, put cash on Akiriwani to score next week. Just for the rest of the season. He <laughs> scores every game. Scored yet. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, don't take Jim's advice. They're not playing next week. But other than that, then... I don't know. <laughs> he still might. <laughs> Um, but for them, really, it must be really frustrating because uh, if you look at it, they had more possession in the second half. Um, they carried 110 times the same amount as the uh, the Stormers. However, just uh, the missed tackles, 29 missed tackles. That's a lot of missed tackles in a game. That's a lot of missed tackles. It's too you many know. missed tackles. I want to know the ratio, though. How many did they make? I, I will find out for yeah. you. It wasn't I'm not specific. a stats man. I'm a stats man. Yeah? I need to know the stats. Uh, but but to, to spend that amount of time with the ball in the second half, you, you would think that they would have created or scored more points than they than they actually did. So kudos to the Stormers for holding that for a little bit. But um, overall, I thought they should have. Um, I didn't. I've only seen highlights of it, but it looked like um, the Blues could have done more than what they did. Mm. Look, it's hard to win in South Africa on tour, isn't it? Yeah, it just is. Bottom mm. line. Yeah. I think. Look. Um, didn't watch it, but um, I watched the highlights. The Blues, again, the individuals look great in, in brief moments. Big win for the Stormers, but at home, they didn't have a terrible tour. Um, I think they, they played okay over here. Um, they probably should have won one, I should but say, now but, that they're home. But you see, for a, t- for a top South African team, for me, if, you're gonna, if you want to set a benchmark, you, you've got to win one game, surely. Yeah, and they should have. They should have won it first. No, absolutely. So I, I still think their, their tour was a was a fail, really, no? I won't disagree with that, but I think to come home and, and be quite clinical against mm-hmm. a Kiwi side... Who would actually have done less travelling than what, what they had. So, and it'll be interesting to see how the Stormers uh, face... Because they face the Reds next week. It's a long travel for the Reds from Argentina over to uh, South Africa. So it'll be interesting to see how they do match up uh, that game. So um, so the Stormers have got a, have got a, f- a few weeks where they, they should string a few wins together. All right, shall we move on to the Brumbies? Yeah, what did you think of the Brumbies game? Their first home game. Yeah. Um, there was, I love the fact the commentator at one point said, yeah, no, they, they got a good crowd, 8,000 people. Cause it you folks there, Jim? Yeah, I think so. Doug? Doug was there. Oh, was, it, was the Doug there? In spirit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about that some more? Are you yeah. going to bring that up again, right? <laughs> yeah. In a vast? No. Um, um, I, I absolutely loved Hawera at 10. Leofano look had a new lease on life, oh. a fraction wider, and Hawera just was had a fucking barnstorming game. And do you know what we we have mentioned the fact that Hawera were in at twelve. This we have mentioned it in a few podcasts. But we never I, considered the other way around, did we? No, that's what I was just about to say. We never considered it the ten twelve, and I absolutely agree. It was a much better, much Master better track. option. Um, Powell and Hawera matched up really well. They, they got um, they looked more a lot more clinical. Running line seemed better. They just seemed a little bit more switched on than what they had in. Previous so was Godwin years. injured or was dropped? Because I'm, I'm hoping for dropped. My fingers are crossed for dropped. Too, I'm hoping dropped too. Because mate, Dargaville's a pretty fucking good replacement, mm. and then Lucas and Banks, yes, please. Yeah. And, and then what? Chance Penny to come back. And There's I'm, no room for Goblin. There is no room for Goblin. And I've actually been, I've actually been really. I, I think Banks has done really well over the last few weeks. But I have to say, other than Muirhead when he got held up in the first, pretty much first five minutes when he went too high into contact. Um, I've been played, so impressed by him. Muirhead played really well as well. So there was some really good signs for it. Spate, actually, for his try, was clinical. Loved how he thought he was an um, open side flanker and attempting to push in a scrum at one point. I was like, mate, you're a winger. And then he was claiming for the penalty. So there are a lot of really good signs. I think Powell, for me, I've said it before, is probably the form nine right now, for me. Uh, I, I like what he's Will doing. Will for me is killing. Oh, after, yeah, for after, sorry, after Will Gennier is the replacement one. So I take Tuttle. Yeah, it's crazy about Ted Tuttle. I find Powell um, slow. Find so if he if he finds space, I find him too slow to, to capitalize on it, and then a fraction slow to get to the breakdown. He doesn't zip there, and it just that mate that ruck ball speed is mm. the game of rugby. Yeah, if you get slowish ruck ball, and I find I don't know if he tires or he's just not as quick as other halfbacks. Yeah, it shits me a bit. But I, I don't disagree, mate. He's defending like a gun. He's making little line breaks. He's hitting good mm. runners. He's playing well. But do you know someone who I uh, and again, by the way, I thought Rory Arnold, you know, again doesn't get the credit he deserves sometimes. But for someone who I want more from, and you'll probably disagree with me, but I want more from Nasserani right now from a ball carrying perspective for the for the Brumbies to give him a bit more grunt, a bit more go forward at the moment. 
Miami. You know, I, this week, yes. The first three games, I think he played really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, what I loved was McCaffrey. Um, he's another one of those blokes who's been everywhere to Europe. Like, he's been at the force. He's, it's great to see him in a team for a couple of weeks in a row. I think it was on his birthday and had a blinder, albeit that bullshit yellow card. Unfortunately, um, but he bore the brunt of too many penalties at the time. That specific one wasn't a yellow card. Yeah. He bore the brunt of everybody else's. I thought it was. I thought they pulled the trigger a little quickly on that. You mm. know my feelings about cards. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. But other than that, I think he played really, really well. Good signs for the Brummies back at home. You know what? It was it was doom and gloom last week. But they're two from four, and they've only been at home for one week, and now they've got a bye, and they've still got David Pocock to mm. come back. Yeah. Um, it's not all doom and gloom. No. The um, the other positives one, we already mentioned uh, um, Falau Fainga. I thought it was nice. Young boy, I get that, but it's nice to see uh, him play. I think good, for, good. I think for me, he, I think he only threw one not straight, but his set-piece work was good. The scrum took was a little bit off to start with, but then he ended up getting dominance by the end of the game, mm-hmm. uh, which shows he could scrummage. He also was throwing in, was pretty good. I like the fact they were smart to begin with. They threw it to the front a few this times. This was CO's first game back too, right? Yeah. Uh, was this CO's first game back? Yeah, I don't recall him playing last week. I look, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But um, I, I didn't see much from Sia Al Alatoa. No. They're, they're disappointing me a little. Yeah. Uh, they no, last week, sorry, my In that they should be, I mean, those two in Kepu should be your first pick for the Wallabies. And I yeah. think they're being outplayed by um, the, the Red Front boys, yeah. without a doubt. Mm. Um, Worrying signs for the fucking Sharks, man. They've only won one game. I know they're on tour. Tour? It's, but, um, I'll tell you what, home and away. <laughs> Home and away is becoming a thing again. It, mm. I remember a few years ago in Super Rugby, just tipped the fucking home team. It's getting a bit that way this season. Mm. And, and that's why it's so hard to come on here and say, they're good, they're shit. They fucking travel, they look like poo. They go back home, they look all right. Mm. Well, that's what the Brumbies coach said during the week. He said, it's the most underestimated thing in the comp, how much travel is involved. We mm. talk about it a I lot. I feel like we don't underestimate it. No. <laughs> We're always talking about home cooked meals. Absolutely. Because it, it counts for a fuckload. Yeah. But, except, but you just get random things like the Tars winning this weekend. No, you just came back from South America. You're at South Africa before but that. But they're home, though. It's something about just being at home. Mm. It's weird. Oh, I just reckon their mates were all in the audience. Like the shoot shield was the day before, so all the players would have made their way out. Just that shit. There was like a good sort of camaraderie or something. Um, do you, but do you know what? Looking at uh, the, the thought about the shoot Sharks was the <laughs> the thing about the Sharks is the fact that yeah, okay, they looked they were away from home, but I just want more from them. If you if you actually look at their team, I will tell you what, they got Am. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say his name. They've but that's been their story for years. Yeah, now. I know. But but even if you've got like um, my Pippi on one wing when he came off, you got and Vovo who comes on. I'm got, over the commentators just getting learning one bloke's name like Creevy or my Pippi yeah, and just Am. talking about him. And Am Learn Am. Am. Yeah. yeah, he's easier to say and plays well. But if you look, but see, yeah. <laughs> why are you or aren't you? <laughs> but, but then you I got, am. <laughs> Oh, and it's not hard to fuck up, man. There's four million Detroits, Scoomans. Yeah, yeah, there's Bruce, seven Janshees in the same team. You could just have an <laughs> You forgot the Duprees as well, by the way. Um, but yeah, just I feel like they were, I want more from them. Like Esther Hazen in particular, he's a beast of a man in that inside center. You've got to utilize him more than what they're doing at the moment. Um, and even the Jean-Luc Dupree, how he doesn't get in that team, even though Vermeulen played well. I don't know, I just want more from them. But you're right, it's, it's the, it's a, the same, same, it's the same, same thing every same week. Shit. Yeah, Is this some... Yeah. Um, which South African team is it where the coach has two sons in the it's side? It's this one. That's fucking crazy to me. How does that happen Who? at the professional level? I think it's three, What sort it? of incestuous upper class selection is going on in that country? It, isn't it? Not to say that those boys aren't good enough, but it's fucking absurd. I'm, I'm just going to ask you to go up to Jean-Luc Dupree and say <laughs> to him, are you daddy's little boy? Are you it in just, here? It's, it's, it's got a bit of a running theme in South Africa. Yeah, but it's, rugby. yeah, Ackerman, it seems like some weird elitist I'm sure culture. there's more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. But, yeah, just I don't crazy. know. Just crazy. Or just the biggest coincidence ever and good on them all. Mm. Please don't hurt me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just... I think they've left the country now. So. Yeah, we're good. Oh, no, they're, they're in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, they're still here. Uh, do we we need to pay homage to the fact that one of the great names, Chili Boy Ralapelli? Well, Chili Boy's been around a while. He has, yeah. but we haven't mentioned him. Has he been like overseas or something? Noticed him much lately. <laughs> delicious. All right, Jim. Um, next one. The the the. Let's be honest. The 
probably the main event of the weekend. Not for us, Aussie no. fans, but probably the main event of the weekend. The Highlanders getting it done in the South Island Derby. Mm. Um, Dude, this I was is a big in, one. And then just Moong is not playing, fucking Crotty's not playing, yeah. and, you know. I'll tell you what, that Kieran Reid, Moonga, Crotty, Dag. That's just to name a couple. White I know Lock. you could keep going. Whitelock. White um, Owens, is he out too? Yeah, I think so. So they did I mean, fucking heaps well to stay in. You still give the Highlanders credit because they're just getting it done week mm. in, week out. But this is uh, a Crusaders B-side. Mm. So oh. it just took the sting out of it a little. I was interested in the, in the selection, and, and again, I'm never done a question. Well, I suppose I am questioning. Question it. It's literally yeah. what we do every week. Yeah, we come in here so. and question shit. Uh, Tamani, to, for the back line that was there, um, I thought he might have used, uh, with the with the players that had not played, I was surprised he didn't put Tamani Valo in the centres. Um, yeah, I thought that too. From his Chiefs background. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. Where, maybe he, he obviously knows him way more than me. And that, that back three of Bridge, Tamani Valo and Havili is very strong, don't get me wrong. But I just thought he might have utilised that a little bit more, particularly for defensive organisation. I know I just called like them that. a Crusaders B, but those names you just rattle off. That's still a very good side. Yeah, and the two second rows, <laughs> Romano and Barrett, and, yeah. and Todd's still in there, and Drummond's still there. Even the front row. Yeah. Um, so, look, and Cody Taylor's still a freak. So, let's get it wrong. Let's get one thing right. The Highlanders played very good rugby. Yeah, absolutely. We, we don't need to take away anything from the Highlanders. And particularly if we can just mention a few people, like Lima Sopoanga, he's leaving at the end Sopo of the season. There's Sopoanga show. He's game. leaving at the end of the season, but he played fantastically well. Um, I thought, Do you reckon the Kiwis are wishing he'd hang around as the backup 10? Because he's mm. playing some good footy. What is How long is his contract? I think it's just a year contract, I think. But no to, World Cup, up. but yeah. Fuck, that's a big call for him. Well, you, he's just not getting picked over Barrett, is he? But back up? Yeah, yeah but then but does is he, it the does other he, Barrett or is it Moana? But do you pick, does he make the bench? Because he only I know you can move Barrett from ten to fifteen. I get that, but does he make the bench? Because he's only going to play really probably ten. He or does 12. for me. He's very yeah. good. Sopoa. He is yeah. good. But he's at would, least in the running. Is I can't believe he shut it out that early. But if you Someone were to have tapped him on the show, if you were to pick paid. a double black team that would have say Dag playing fifteen, starting fifteen's Dag. Do you pick Sopoa? Ben Smith's my son. Oh, okay. Or Fuck, Spence. they've got some players. Do you, do you have Mackenzie or Sopoa on the bench? Yeah, probably not. Maybe who knows? Yeah, it's a tough call. Like you Great. can't, you can't blame me. You can't but it feels like they've already made it. You can't blame any of these blokes, mate. Feels like they've already made it. Get paid. Yeah. Fucking, it's the World Cup, man. Yeah, look, I'll tell you what I'd be doing. How many of those are coming around the corner? You leave the door open for thirty seconds. Sign for fucking whatever it is. The Cornwall. The Cornwall. The Cornwall. There's some shit team over there somewhere. When you sound for them at the end of the year, I just want to read. Is that where you're from, Richard? No, the Cornwall <laughs> cows. Mm. It's, it's similar to the Exeter Chiefs, but you know, um, Cornwall <laughs> cows. Um, I think back on the game really quickly. I think again, the Highlanders do so well with the tactical kicking. Sopawanga, Aaron Smith um, do so so well there. Mm. Um, yeah, there was the Sopawanga show. This one, they played tactical kicking and they, they grounded out. It's just it's a higher pace of rugby when these teams play. Mm. It really is a, a frantic, frantic pace and fitness is up. I think the thing is also, but in the in the Brumbies uh, Sharks game, there was only eleven clean breaks in the in the entire game. Okay, and if you actually look at that, that doesn't to, surprise me. No, but if you compare that to the twenty six that was made between the Highlanders and Crusaders, it just makes us some good watching, doesn't it? Absolutely. Do you when you, you know? do you watch this with just notepad and pen because you've written all the stats down there? You're just counting line breaks and shit. Mate, one of us has to do research. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's good. It's good. We've got him. You heard the weeks you're not on. It's not great. Right. You've got a very very neat writing too. Oh, thanks, mate. I've got to do one thing. Well, <laughs> let's be honest. All right. The uh, the first game of the round was the depleted. Exhausted Chiefs. What are they? Fourteen and guys can we out in their just squad. Go back to the Highlanders for a second. I'm sorry to just go backstage, but he's got more stats for us. No, no more stats. <laughs> but I, I was the one, and I came on here and I said, "Look, they they would be probably the team and that are going to finish lower down, probably fourth. We all went for probably the, the Blues, the the Canes, and the Crusaders first. And I think yeah, we did. I, I just think they continue. They got a new coach this year, but you're talking about the transition. They continue to grind out and perform well above what their expected level is, and I think that's. That is incredible for them. And How much has to be said, though, for players on the park? Yeah. The team succeeding in the teams. Like, oh, I tell you what, if I ran a club or one of these teams, I would have fucking the scientists as my strength and conditioning coaches. Because mm. injuries... Just fucking in lab coats and shit just, in the gym. Just, mate, lab coats, left, right, and... Yeah. Because these injuries, man, they tell such a story in this competition. Mm. Yeah. 
I think the Crusaders win this every day with their other players back. Full credit to the Highlanders, played really well. But God, and the Highlanders are is that it's close to a full strength side. Hmm. Um, so I don't know. I like that idea of like making it full. I mean, I'm sure it is. It is. I'm sure it is, mate. Like, and they get paid on like how many hammies go and shit. Do that. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah. Just have like roided up hamsters in, in the gym with in, you and shit. Yeah, impact injuries, fair play. You can't be helped. But shit like fucking ligament damage and hammies and stuff like that. Someone's got to answer for that shit. Yeah, mm. yeah. Science heads need, some beakers need to be yeah, broken. Some beakers need to be broken. Throw a test tube at someone. <laughs> Turn on a Bunsen burner. This right. Bulls-Chiefs game, this is just like honestly... A team that's been on the road. They scored no points in the second half and were competitive in the first. I, I was the Brazil Bulls. This was yeah, lovely shirt. Um, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen much of the Bulls this season until the game on Friday, and I was pleasantly surprised by actually what I saw in that first half. We yeah. just take the first half. Yeah, um, the way that they actually threw the ball around. Pollard looks. John Mitchell, like, mate. They're the boringest fucking team in the complex. They year. absolutely were, and but they also um, combated the the, the flair of going wide with really good set piece as well. Um, in particular, their the line-out works really well. I think it was other than one occasion where the Chiefs scored from. But uh, turnover, their line-out functions really well. And Diagra in particular, I think he runs that really well. And some of the takes he made from the back of the line-out, just his athleticism is awesome. I've noticed he's in hot form this year too, Luke. How was the uh, winger, Russo? That's the best I've seen him play. Yeah, and a great finish. It was a really good finish for the try. And, and I think Ish, they need to get Ishmael. They're, they're the two, plus Gallen, uh, Gellin, the, the fullback. They're the, those big big boys who can actually change direction as well. Um, so they, they, they add a lot to it. I still think, and I have to say, we've shat on him a little bit as well, Jesse Creel this year, but he, he made some really good decisions in a couple of the tries as well. One of the passes where, for, for, I think it was Gallant's try in the corner, um, did really well. And I, I was just, it was a shame they ran out of gas really in the second half. And part of that is just because the Chiefs were outstanding. And, and Chiefs, with, man, just look at their fucking team. And then just, it's you incredible. have to, and I know we probably say it every week, but for me, Brody Retallick is just a But I say it when he doesn't play. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's how good he is. Um, he influences the game from the bench, man. Yeah, he is just, He's just incredible. Like, yeah, not, he's, not, just, he, not just ball carrying, but all the dirty work he gets. He was made by a lab coat, mate. Yeah. That guy's like a rugby specimen. Absolutely. And he just Test makes... you, baby. No, that's crazy. No, he said. Yeah, but you went, you went, went further. A little bit further. Um, <laughs> you just said it too. What do we think about um, Mackenzie at fullback? Back home. See, I like him at fullback. I think for his elusive nature, his kick return ability, I think that's a more suited place for him personally. Does he know, though, the more he plays there, the less like he is to play the World Cup? Is that why he wants to be at 10? I, when I spoke to him last week... Yeah, uh, you and Damar. Yeah, me and, me and Mac. Um, <laughs> we had a little chat, and he knows that, but... Well, or, or, or do the All Blacks want him at 10? Because they say that, you know, if you're on our bench, you can we cover need you to do that 10 too. and 15. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I, I can't understand why he's ever playing 10. No, I don't understand it either. He's How clearly did... one of the best fullbacks in the world. Yeah, absolutely. How did Captain Falcon go? Look, he does okay. Like he's, he doesn't set the world alight. He doesn't, he doesn't um, do anything amazing. And it's a good I think... name. Oh, absolutely. Mm. He, he soars on occasion. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think he's he's not a long term prospect as, as the ten really. I, I and one guy tweeted at the beginning of the year they thought Marty um, the other McKenzie might play ten and I think that may be an option because with Damien has to stay at fifteen surely has to has to. Yeah. Um, should we should we quickly jump around to next round? A few uh, buys just, next week. Yeah, just, I noticed that. It's a very short. It's only fucking six games. Mm. Just on the last thing because we always talk about the backs. I think someone who's made a good uh, talk about injuries and someone who's taken their chance. Um, Bo Shear of the Chiefs is, um, didn't play much last year. Played against the Lions actually and, and played well. But the last few games he's played really well for the Chiefs actually and is, is, is staking his claim you know, for, for future That's what they do with Kiwi sides, isn't it? Mm. They bring someone in and they claim that jersey mm. and they make it very hard to take it off them. Yeah, absolutely. Think of someone like Harvili at Crusaders at fullback. Yeah. Does Israel Dag play Super Rugby by the way? Don't know. I don't, I've yeah, never don't seen know. it. <laughs> he shows up for the All Blacks. But he shows up random in the middle of winter. I get images of him coming out and playing, and then he just goes away again. But he comes out of nowhere and plays very well as well. Very well. Very well. All right, should we jump into next week? Yeah. Um, only a few games. Tars and Brumbies got the bye. So it's a light week for the Aussie fans, but still some very good rugby. Mm. Uh, first one Crusaders Bulls. 
I think the Crusaders, I think the Bulls, um, much as they played well, ran out of steam, as we mentioned in the second half. And I think um, the Crusaders, even if they only have a second string team, will be too good for the Bulls. It's a fucking tough two bar. Eh? If you're the Bulls. The Bulls will do well to stay in this. Your Crusaders aren't their full strength side, but the Bulls won't be staying in this. Mm. It will be a tough second half, I imagine. Yeah. Um, will the Rebels bounce back against the Sharks? For me, absolutely. I think um, the coach will get on their case. He said, look, he pushed them too much this week, and I think he'll demand, and he's a very good coach, he'll demand a reaction this week from the second half performance. And so I think he, I think they'll get up. And I think they'll get up quite convincingly, actually. I, I, Anticipating any positional changes after the Rebels? I think DHP will be out, yeah. but I think um, I would not... Reese Hodge to fullback. I would no. not do that. He struggled. I would uh, put Maddox to fullback. Yeah, and then put on the wing. Yeah, I'd agree. See, I'm more. Tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You're wrong, Jim. Yeah, you're definitely. You're wrong, you're wrong Jim. Okay. What do you got? I was going to put Debrasini to 15, Maddox to 10. No. I know it's no, not going to happen. It's too no. much structural no. change. No. I don't mind. No. No. Jim, where do no. I sign up? What do you do, Jim? What do you do? I'm going to. Mad Dog Maddox at 10. That'd be good. Samuel's back at home at the Prince Chichibubu. Memorial Stadium, I added an extra boo there. Yeah, um, <laughs> I liked it, it was good. I wouldn't mind if they did that as a permanent fixture. Yeah. <laughs> boo um, Summers v Depleted Chiefs. Can the Summers ambush him here after a good performance last week? No I way. say no. God no. no. <laughs> Hell no. no. Chiefs are on holiday, mate. Yeah. Move um, on. Fair enough. All right, this one's a fucking cracker of a game. I love it when the H's play each other. This is this is the game of the round. Man. It is, mate. It really is. Hurricanes versus a on fire Highlanders. I'm going to put it out there. As much as you say Highlanders, and I was the one who said, look, we don't give them enough credit, etc. The Hurricanes at home in the Cape Town are just too good. Coming yeah. off, coming off a bye as well. Okay, they might start a bit rusty for the first five ten minutes because they've had that week off. But for me, the Hurricanes are at another level to the Highlanders. So for me, the Canes. Jimbo Jones. Canes are at another level. I'd be surprised. I think they just what the Canes do is they play their structures so well, like their exit strategies. They don't try and be above everyone it just happens for them mm. i think the only way to beat the canes is the way the crusaders did it last year and the way the blueprint the lions tried against the all blacks which is fucking rush defense and freak barrett out mm. into playing a bit laterally um it'd be interesting to talk about barrett. but they won't be able to do it the but, and, and barrett has an answer for that shit he does mate he's it, class i, I just would like to know just um I want to know your opinion. Barrett, I know you were talking about a Bowden will play 10, but do you think that they might chuck in a, a little bit of Geordie at 12? Shift La Mafia across? I don't reckon, because I think the, the perfect foil to Barrett is someone who hits it up. Yeah. Because he's so elusive, you just want someone who can straighten. And Geordie can still be Geordie can still be the second receiver. From, yeah, from okay. time to time. But look, you don't lose much. Who's anyway. got the better pack? I feel like if you're I'd argue the, the Highlanders. Uh, yeah. They've got to have a day then. They've got to have a day. Yeah, yeah they've got to have a day at the office. And Aaron Smith has got to tactically kick the shit out of it. And Sopawang has got to kick his goals. I just think the Canes have got too many points in them, mm. especially at home. They're just going to score five tries. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, Canes for me. Stormers, um, Reds. This is going to be a tough fit. Can the them. Reds continue the fairy tale? Can they keep getting some wins away from home? See, for me, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with the Stormers only because if the Reds had just come from Queensland to play the game, they would have might have been a, a closer game. But I just feel they've played the last few just games too away. Many miles. From, absolutely. So for me, I just think it might be a little bit too far. So the Stormers, again, coming off a, a good home victory for them against the Blues. As much as I'd love the Reds to get up, for me, I think the Stormers will. I tend to agree. I, I tipped the Reds on the weekend. I threw some cash on it. paid well for the Jags because I just yeah. thought they had that ambush in them. Yeah. But I, I agree with you. I think it's too hard travelling two weeks in a row, and that's just a lot of fucking miles. Yeah, it's like, a lot of miles. What, what are your training sessions this week? That's just trying to get your body clock yeah. right. We're trying doing to get video on the plane. It will be yeah. on the foam roller getting the old IT bands. But and how do you even get to bed at night? Like, you'd, you'd be a mess. Be a fucking mess. I yeah. came home from a holiday in Italy, couldn't sleep for like two weeks. Um, you're still struggling, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they do it. It's crazy to me. Um, and then finally, the last one, um, Hags v. Lions. I love calling them the Hags. It's great. <laughs> I'm not excited by this game, and we've said it before. I'm not excited, but I think the Lions will, will get up because they should do. We've said how bad the Hagiwaras are. Um, yeah, Hags three weeks at home in a row doesn't count for anything. Honestly, no. They're so they were so shit on the weekend. 
I, they were shit. I don't even have the trust in the coach to, to really get them together this week and really mould them and say, look, you know, this is third week in a row, let's make a real... I just don't think it's going to happen, so mm. Lions for me. I'm going Lions too. But one thing to note is, even though this is a bit of a short round, next week is the Brumbies v the Tars, both coming off a bye. Oh, shit. Two weeks of prep. Is that in uh, Sydney? No. Ah. Canberra road trip. Canberra road trip. I will road trip. I will road trip in a heartbeat. Why am I more inclined to go (laughs) road trip to Canberra than I am to go to Sydney? Do you know what? If you you need a new stadium, obviously, you're not on the train. You're in a car. That's why. Yeah. I'll road trip to Canberra. Five thirty-five. Watch the Blues first, and then then watch the Saturday night. Done. Mum and Dad will put us up. Yeah, I'm in. There you go. Done. I mean, will your dog be there? Yeah, you know. You'll be in the kennel, Richie. <laughs> You're sleeping in the kennel, Matt. <laughs> I won't fit, mate. Um, all right, well, obviously we'll shit on England and congratulate oh, yeah, England Ireland. Deep um, we, we've got to say, it, is this the yeah. best? I, I mean, they haven't won a Grand Slam since 2009, 2008, their last one. Well, it's actually only the third time in their history Ever. that they've actually yeah. won a Grand Slam. And do you know what? There was a point made by a journalist, it wasn't me that worked this one out. He was saying that actually the last two were very much last minute affairs. So one was a drop kick and one was, a, I think, a penalty goal or one. This was last fucking minute. clinical. This was, this was done with 10, 15 minutes to go. This was like England only racked up um, the points that they did late on in the game. This was clinical. This wasn't even close. This is Ireland. They are clearly the number two team in the world. And, and do you know what? Playing in... Oh. If they actually played the... Uh, are you saying... <laughs> really? Australian. You seriously try to... <laughs> we'll see in June, buddy. We will see in June. Um, and it's exciting um, for world rugby, for, uh, for a, a team playing so well. And, and they've done really well. Smith's done really well at, at mixing the, the experience with the young as well. How good are Irish fans too? Yeah, if any team's going to be pretty good, you don't mind it's Ireland. Maybe it's different if you're English because like, there's a rivalry. Yeah, don't really, don't for really us, they're just that. pissed and hilarious. <laughs> I'd love to do that fucking... I'd love to go see a game there. See a game in the one in Wales. What is that one? The I was now Prince Murrayfield. I've yeah. never been to Twickenham. All that shit would be so cool, man. Oh, do you know what it is? And it's because as I think you made the. Why point, am I more inclined to fly over <laughs> to <laughs> Ireland than go to a Tars game? It's a train ride away. <laughs> Uh, the, look, the big thing for England is the fact this is the first time actually since um, Italy's inception that they finished actually um, second bottom because only Italy finished below them. So this never happened before. That's fucking terrible. Um, it's obviously it's not helped by lots of teams losing more than one game, but it's it's a, England are at a crossroads right now. They looked tired. And look, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say the Lions have played any difference because the Welsh players and the Irish players looked fitter than them. I don't know whether it's the Premiership. They, but they wanted it more, but... But they, the English players... Is there any pushing them too hard? And that may, be, that may be it, but they look dead on their feet at some point. You look at the players of like a Toje last year, pre-Lions series, he was a beast. He was an, Freak. He was an animal. He was a scary um, man. He doesn't look the same player right now than what he was. And the, the likes of Laws as well... and. And look, we, there are injuries, but that's not an excuse. Ireland that lifestyle, much... man, it's hard to yeah. maintain. Can we talk up, was it Stockdale for Ireland? Is well, that the I... bloke that scored a try in every game? Or like seven it's, tries it's for the, the tournament first time or something? the first time anyone's ever scored seven seven tries. And before we go back to England, there are a few players. Targ Furlong, outstanding. He's a you beast, know? man. He is an absolute beast. You know, the likes of um, Stander, Murray and Sexton obviously give you that axis and they are world class. I think Ringrose gives you that little bit of X factor outside centre. Um, um, they're back three. We've already mentioned um, Stockdale. Earls is a is a good player. He made a really good tap tackle on Daly in the corner. You know from the missed pass from that. So there are some outstanding players. And as I say, they've got that mixture of youth and experience. So in is terms it of just world, that I love England losing, or has this been the best Six Nations in a while? Uh, no, that's because you love England losing. Yeah, I think so. And, and it's nice to see a bit of equality spread out amongst you know the top teams it's, it's interesting but it goes back to the same thing I said to you before about I asked you the question about the Rebels I think for for a, one of these teams moving forward to potentially win the World Cup and take it away from New Zealand not Australia but New Zealand then obviously they've got to be more dominant and Ireland is that one who's rising the cream that's rising to the top Yeah, I'd, sl- I'd sleep easy if Ireland won yeah oh I think I'm one I couldn't yeah the business yeah is it frustrating though as a England fan Given that England's on the rise, on the rise, on the rise, You're the out. Lions, I'll say it, they, they fucking definitely lost that game. It was a penalty. But the Lions drew the Kiwi series. England were on the rise. Projection for that World Cup, 
ticking every box. Is this feel like it, 20 steps backwards or does this feel like one little hiccup? I think if you actually look back and you, you look listen to some of the podcasts that we had, I was the pessimistic pom. You know, you called me. There have been warning signs, you know, previous to this competition. You were a bit back. premature on them though. I think it was had foresight. I think it was seeing that there are problems occurring. You know, our back our back row is still an issue. You know what? When we were talking, Robshaw had a blinder though, didn't he? From all accounts, I still don't rate him. But... No, he's still a six and a half, which yeah. he was called by Eddie Jones back at that time. He's not a he's not big enough to be a six really, and he's not a he's not a good enough seven. He's just like and and if we're if we're being really honest, for us to be world beaters, we shouldn't be playing. And look, he would hurt me, but Jim, to to have James Haskell still playing still playing seven you know we miss Billy Lunapola giving us direction at eight and stuff like that but to answer go back to your original question uh, what sorry no keep going he Uh, liked one about tweets Billy oh did he nice Um, to answer one of your questions I actually I think it's we dropped off a cliff we were never like the best 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 we were fantastic but but we're also not the worst, 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 which is what everyone's making us out to be we're somewhere in the in the middle and it's interesting the the crux of it now yeah yeah, it is. We know about losing to Scott. Absolutely. Uh, more than once recently. Um, <laughs> All right, buddy. Uh, but it's it's how we react. We could lose 3 0 in South Africa, and then it, it does. And the shit and does you hit could. Them. Absolutely. I mean, you never know with South Africa. Though, you never but, know. But you could. They got I a mean, new coach, mate. They'll fire in the belly. Oh, absolutely. Erasmus might get him firing on all cylinders and then we're screwed completely. Um, it's been a long one, but Quaid made his return in a trial game at Club Rugby from, from all accounts, looking real good. I just I still don't see a place for him. Anyway. I, I agree. Yeah. Like, uh, good on him, and I, I respect it so much. He's his, trying. His drive to go back to not spit the dummy and get the manager to sort out a contract in Japan or... Or whatever, or trying but, to but leave. No, no, no. You see, I, I disagree with that slightly. I think probably his managers tried to find him a contract in Japan, or maybe try to find him a contract over in Europe. Well, I don't know, Matt. I'm but a believer. He, he I, I respect that, it. He was that. Yeah, I respect him completely that he's gone back and he's playing. But how poorly he played when he went to Toulon, I don't think many players for the amount of money he would have cost him. I don't think he'll get a deal in Europe. Yeah, Japan mm. maybe. But, but Matt, I respect him wholeheartedly for doing what he's doing, and he looks like he's putting in the miles. But I, I pick Lance over him. Hamish yeah. Stewart's twenty-two. I pick Hawera over him. Yeah. I pick Foley over him. I pick Debrasini over him. I pick Maddox over him. I'd... Apparently, Maddox should be playing ten on Saturday. So should yeah, of course, should be Jim. Yeah, um, and then in other news, wasn't there? There's some fucking drama, and I don't want to put you boys on the spot because I was hoping someone think, else think, knows. Spain, you Belgium. Oh yeah. The I only know. the only thing I know is that it wasn't Spain, Bel- Belgium, wasn't it? No. Spain, <laughs> was wrong, was it Spain, it was Romania. Yeah, it was Romania Romania yeah. qualified, and they had like the Romanian dude was organising the Europe qualifiers. It was a Romanian ref. Mm. I don't fucking know the rest of it. So that's, that's as much as I know. It was, it, was, it was the final play. So they've gone back to the days of dictatorships. In Romania. Wow. It was it was the final game to see who qualified for the World Cup mm. between Romania and Spain. Romania won it. The refereeing, apparently, and this is only hearsay from what I've read, was very questionable. Mm. And there's been a big hullabaloo about the fact that Spain feel that they've been cheated out of yeah. a place in the World they Cup. They got all fifa That's fucking gross, man. Oh, absolutely. Because the- but no one actually cares. No, of course I don't. <laughs> but you know what? No, I, I do, though, because for the do. future of rugby, it, it's got to leave the five or six nations that play it. Yeah. Uh, granted, we've got the Pacific Islands, but it's just no, there's no cash there. Mm. We, we need other big nations playing the sport. We, we're trying with Argentina and Japan. Um, we need to keep pushing. Do like, Romania constantly have a sevens team on tour? No, Spain yeah. do. Spain, Spain do. do. Yeah. Romania used to have a good rugby team, and I'm not even being funny here, when there was a dictatorship. But it was, they, they had a... <laughs> I'm big, not even kidding. It they, was like, they had a big pack, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they yeah. it was like it. compulsory or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for, <laughs> for, for me, I want to ask your opinion. There was a big push this week for a sevens, um, stop on the sevens um, World Series in Fiji. They want to um, get Absolutely. one, get one running, fucking which I thought no was, a, was a fantastic idea. Great idea. Can't believe it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's a, it's crazy that it hasn't. Mm. Um, Nabuli signed. He's gone. Fuck yeah. off, mate. He is so shit. You don't like him? I don't like him either. That actually. was quite strong, wasn't it? It was. He's been shit for years. But you know what? I bet he's he's saying to Michael Checker, "Thanks for giving me that gold jersey because I added an extra zero onto my contract." Yeah, and good on him. Good on him, and and you'd never bigger even player like good on him. That's great. Go for mm. it. Rip it. Get paid. But he, he doesn't belong on the Super Rugby side. No. Ooh, this just in. Oh the Reds, shit! The Reds have to go via London on their way to South America, South Africa. We'll put the fucking what? bank on the Stormers then. That's brutal. They were denied entry. 
That's fucked. Yeah. Is that legit? It's legit, mate. That's thrown into disarray at Sao Paulo when they arrived on Monday morning, yada, 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 and they just... I don't know what the fuck happened. I can't be fucked reading it, but... So it's just... They're going via London, mate. That's rough, mate. Yeah, that That is is tough. That's going to be a tough game to win. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy that you got to go that way. That is ridiculous. That's insane. Um, all right, well, I'm, I'm in. petering out. Yeah. I'm petering out, too. To add? Jonathan mm. Kaplan's a bit of a dick. Is he? Yeah, I don't know his tweet. He's a bit of a dick. Really? Mm. What did he tweet? He blocked me. Oh, did he? Yeah. He did that um, did question that is Dave Warner thing about Sonny Bill. He said he tweeted something horrific about that. It was heaps off him. Well, like being offensive. On. Yeah, heaps offensive. What a dick. Yeah, he was a huge dick. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I, it was something to the effect of, you know, he was just taunting Warner again for... Fighting to cock, you know, staunching him, and then he was like, "You wouldn't have staunched Sunny Bill or some shit." All right. Well, if you're still listening, uh, Kaplan's a dick. <laughs> Can confirm. Wow. Um. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks. 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 It's fun. Please yeah. comment. Give us feedback on Twitter. Let us know what you agree with, disagree with. Thoughts, yeah. Next Tars home game, we're having a beer at the Carrington. That's the play. Yeah, we're gonna do it. If oh, we yeah. say it, we'll do it. Okay. Yeah, nice. Sweet. So we're going to we're going to Canberra too. Is it the Canberra? I'm in. I think it's the Canberra. Mm, I'm in for Canberra. Okay. All right, Haru. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah.